The following episode is brought to you by Whipster. Whipster team accounts aren't just a place to manage review and approvals. They're project management, archiving, and internal communication tool as well. Learn how your video team can work better together at Whipster.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Brandon. And this is Adam. And where's Alex? Yo, that guy's busy. <laughs> he's actually uh, on set as we speak. Um, he's been wrapping up a big shoot this week. So, uh, Adam, this... Oh, I meant Alex, not Adam. You're in the room. Hey! Adam. Alex, this cheers is for you, buddy. Hey, for Alex. Yeah, All and, right. and uh, hopefully the stuff he's shooting Ooh, looks good. Ooh. That smells good. This is a mm. well. It's the FDB exclusive bourbon. That's uh, yeah. that's the FDB exclusive. Yeah. It's been aging yeah. in our uh, leftover bourbon stock room. So yeah. every now and again, when we have a down week where we don't have a partner on the show, um, we like to drink some uh, special sauce from the cabinet. I gotta say, the uh, single barrels tend to disappear a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, they the, do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The bottles a little. The, yeah, the little, plastic little. bottles seem to always be full. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> though, though, what was not that we need to get deep into the the bourbon, but there was the plastic bottle that that ranked above the rest. Yeah. Um, oh, I forget the brand. There's name. some good it's stuff like, out there. It's like Benchmark or something. Yeah, Benchmark's good. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of bourbon, you're you're a bourbon guy. It's been a while yeah. since you've been on the I show. Know. Well, it's been busy. I mean, I'm in almost. Uh, it's it, I, I I said this past month aside. So eight weeks ago, right? Eight, well, about eight weeks ago, I had my third child. Congrats! Thank you. In the middle of that, we're in the middle of a reality show here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so. <laughs> So the reality show happened at the same time, and uh, at the same time as my daughter was born, and and poor Bart got dropped into the fire on that, <laughs> and and uh, totally totally stood up and did his job and and did well um, amongst a a crew and slew of producers. Yeah. Uh, so Didn't I, you say it had like nine cameras? Oh no, yeah, at least. So <laughs> I, I think I think on the that last, means there's 18 tracks of audio, right? Oh, more than that, because there was a multi-track <laughs> band. Oh yeah. So there's like a band performance. There's there's all these cameras. Um, I think I got up to 12. I think for the final, there's like a big live show. Um, oh yeah, it was it was glorious. It was great. It was yeah. a really. I mean, and, and honestly, it was. You know, we were happy to be a part of it and. Uh, to bring it, it as it's for a pilot, yeah. and you know, hopefully, we'll have news when it. You know. So, is it in, in in general terms? I know you're under the non-disclosure, but is it is it a cooking show? Is it a music show? Music. Is it so? It's a music yeah. show. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable with our involvement as we were if it weren't music. Sure, it, it had it 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 had all the right pieces for cool. something that we we definitely love to dive into. Nice. Um. So yeah, it was it was cool. Um. You know, it was a good, challenging project, and you know, it, it was. I think getting a storyline together on something like that is the biggest challenge, and I think we I think we did well, um, and we're getting good feedback now on it. So we'll see how it goes. That's um, great. We'll see if it gets picked up. We'll see if it gets bought. It's in the hands of lots of people who know how to talk that talk at this point. And nice. We'll see. Yeah, but man, it it went from that to when we have a feature length going on and and yeah. uh, our our project with uh, with a commercial. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, you've it's, been slamming jamming. It's, it's been insane. So, so yeah, I have not been around as much. <laughs> My house and or yeah. and or sessions at times. Nice. So. so, so when you get a chance to enjoy a nice bourbon, you you take it up. I hit it up while I start nice. vacation after this episode. Wonderful. So I start nice. vacation now, as of like two minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, you you are now on vacation. Yeah, I'm leaning back. That's what we like to think about the show. It's kind of like a vacation, yeah. you know, for a short short period of time on your way to or from set. Yeah. Or any other time. So, uh, so what, speaking of bourbon, what are your, what's your, what's your go? You got any new bourbons you've been checking out, or what's your go to? New. My go to's always been Woodford. Way, it's a good bourbon. Way back when. This is. I mean, I, I got to say, really early on, I was. I. I the, the family history wise, we all my side of the family or my my mom's side of the family drinks Manhattans. Right. Um, my dad's always made a Manhattan. Like when he gets home from work on Friday, you know, you can hear him come in. You hear the ice hit the glass, and you have a Manhattan happening. Yeah. So I, 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 I was taught how to make Manhattans at a really young age. Nice. Um, just, and, and not like it's hard, right? It's two bourbon, one vermouth, and right. and and I think I'd get kicked out of my family if I put bitters in any of their Manhattans, but I'll do it in mine. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so that's so. But that was always well. 
You know, there wasn't anything spectacular that was ever going into those. But, it, it, you know, once I once I got old enough to, to you know, to, to have one and uh, had one with some good bourbon in it, like at a bar one night. I right. Went, I say good. I mean, it's just like Maker's Mark, but it's not JTS Brown sure. or even like Bourbon Deluxe. Not that those are bad. I still buy all of those. But to drink it on its own, it's a little right. harsh. And uh, then that happened. I'm like, well, what would it be like without that? And then, and then the whole problem, yeah, and then, then you the just, whole problem of bourbon started. Then you just taste yeah. real bourbon, good yeah, bourbon. And that's it. Yeah. So, so Woodford's it. I'll keep I'll keep Basil Hayden's at home. Nice as well for for people who don't need something with that much bite. And I think I always have a bottle of Bland's at the house. Yeah. So and that's that's for special occasions, good times, yeah. special times. Like yeah. a child's birth. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had a bottle. I actually had a bottle. The bottle that I drank on our the one not that not that I drank the whole bottle the day I got married. Probably me and my wife drank the whole bottle <laughs> the day we got married. But it was dated the day of my of my birthday, which was nice. nice to like hand number. I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool, bad. man. So, so awesome. those are my three: Woodford, Basil Hayden, nice and Bland. That's good, man. Yeah. I've enjoyed a, a bunch of different ones that are that have been on the show and have enjoyed. Uh, you know, always trying out new stuff. I got a bottle of Wathens at home. It's like a eight year. Yeah. Um. It's, I don't, it's Wathens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like some sort of the guy the guy at a little liquor shop I've I, I go to every now and again recommended it and um it's it's okay it's good it's not it's 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 not extremely uh drinkable I don't you know what I mean by drinkable it's a sipper, not, right well yeah. yeah it's not like uh. You're not just throwing the, these back. Like, yeah. it's not that kind of sweet, tasty, sort of easy yeah. to drink. It's like, uh, it's kind of like, a, you know, a, like grandpa a little bit. Like, it's like a throwback. It take, yeah, it's a little, a little gritty. You gotta, right. you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta grit and bear it a little bit. Yeah. But so it's, it's good. So high, so I take it. It's high proof. Burns probably yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's not as smooth as right. I was expecting. So it's still, it's lasted longer than most bottles of bourbon in my house yeah when that's a that's my issue is is anything like the basil hayden's right it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lower proof it's like drinking water yeah and and and, and if you go <laughs> if you go from like i'm gonna have myself a nice you know glass of of, of blanton's and, and and when i can do that it's no rocks no nothing. Yeah, yeah it's it's in a glass it's it's warm it's wonderful but my my great grandpa when i was little and i didn't understand this at the time and i found myself doing this to my child the other day um I I had just gotten to like a to a to a family party mm-hmm. and usually there's a, a batch of Manhattan someone is made sitting somewhere in a fridge maybe and and, uh, and I had a glass and I I drank it and my my great grandpa used to do the same thing he took his first sip and then he would trace down his neck through his chest to his stomach and go like and ch- and trace <laughs> the burn down to his his stomach and I caught myself doing that the other day to my to my son I'm like oh god should probably think twice about doing this but it's the thing that happens with with blantons or anything like really yeah. high proof you take that first sip and you're like oh ooh. yeah all right <laughs> the, the family tradition that's right yeah. son let me teach you how to savor a, a good bourbon <laughs> yeah so. this is that's good if this doesn't happen the proof is way too low for what, if you're drinking it straight up so oh, that's fun so what else have you been up to man what uh you know you, you you've uh, you've been working hard but what do you you had so have you had any leisure time? Have you been able to watch any shows or movies or not? Not tons. I mean, it's you know the, the, the I gotta think if watching wise, <laughs> aside from the, always the kids shows, right? The kids shows, yeah, are you're popping up. It's, you got lots of kids. It's, don't it's you? always like super wide. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb's amazing. Yeah, we've Love. had this discussion. Yeah, that's yeah. the best. Great um, show. Yeah, not tons. I mean, I. I uh, I've always been a fan of Walking Dead, but that's gone for a while. Yeah, and, and you know, I can't. I I didn't get in on it, but I was interested to maybe check it out. And um, I, where do you watch it? Is it on Hulu? Is it on Netflix? Because um, I have the AMC app, and we we're borrowing uh, our code, you know, from mm-hmm. from the uh, in laws. We like to sit, think we're getting we're helping them get their money's worth, right? Right. Because right, they wouldn't stream. They're not, they're not streaming it. Yeah. And um, and sure enough, uh, the AMC app won't. It only streams like. To it, behind like, behind the scenes oh, really? or something weird. Well, we had it on. So Dish Network is is what I've got at home, and yeah, I've, I've mixed feelings at times about it. But the one thing it does do is there's always free rentals of whatever season that you're on. Gotcha. So you could go back to the beginning of the season and catch up on the whole thing. Um, and chances are you could probably even go back. Well, as often as it airs, you could probably yeah DVR everything. 
that quick. But but I've heard good things about it. The main guy from that show has another show on AMC all about like motorcycle riding. Like he goes cool. on these like little little travel adventures. Yeah, and yeah. it looks pretty cool. Yeah, but um, it I can't watch my, it anywhere. My whole my whole world changed, and my whole pers- perspective about that show changed when I realized he was the guy from Love Actually. Hmm. And and my whole the, everything I'm like I, I I was beside myself when I realized he was the guy the guy holding the signs in love actually and I'm like oh my oh <laughs> oh no like I'm gonna I'm gonna see that every time he's gonna hold up a sign like hate zombies put it down like yeah. I kill them often you know put it down <laughs> I love you as well like I the yeah it, it spun me around when that happened yeah so I'm I want to check that out it's, I, it's good. Yeah, I watched um, with my daughter. We like to watch documentaries together. She's a big Harry Potter fan, and we watched this documentary. Um, let me let me pull up the name of it real quick because I I don't want to mess it up. But it's like Muddle Muddleball, um, Mud Mudbloods, Mudbloods, a film about Quidditch. It's about real life Quidditch. What? That that's a thing. Like oh yeah, quidditch? it's a thing. They play in universities, colleges, UC of LA, uh, Yale, MIT. They all all these colleges have real Quidditch teams where they run around a field. They have brooms between their legs, so one hand always has to be on a broom between your legs. The other hand, it's a one-handed game. The other hand uses to catch the ball. So there's three hoops. It's just like Quidditch. Um, the the little flying ball. Have you seen Harry Potter? Yeah. So the little flying. <laughs> it's about amazing. A visual, about somebody yeah. holding a, a so, stick between their yes, legs. Yes, it's amazing. But here's the thing: it's no joke. Like they're like hitting each other. I'm surprised no one's been impaled. No way. It's like rough. There's a the little ball that flies around. The, yeah. uh, there's a name uh, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it it is uh, a person. Who's dressed in yellow, and then they put a tennis ball in a sock that hangs off of their their butt, and if you grab it, that means you've caught it. So, and they're allowed to go anywhere they want in the in the like on campus. They can go hide in a tree wherever oh they want, God. and then the seekers have to go find it. And then there's a red ball, which is like uh, kickballs. Those are used to play defense. I don't know. It's crazy. That's it's amazing. So the uh, the, the documentary follows the journey of UCLA's team all the way to the World Cup. In, there's a World Cup. Yes, in New York. It's this was the, the like they're on like year six or seven of the World Cup, but the fifth year they had the World Cup, there was over a hundred teams from a hundred different schools, plus uh, like five international teams that played, and it like gets hardcore. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So does it die? So so I, I need to learn more. So yeah. does this? Do, do they do they do they dive into like different broom types? Is no, there, I mean there, it's their strategy. No, it doesn't that? get too deep in. I mean, it gets deep into the game, but like it's more about the people. It's more about the community of like, hey, right. here's this group who started taking something that was a fantasy, and they're like, let's do it to be silly and have fun. And then all of a sudden, people were like, this is actually pretty fun. And then it started to formalize. And so, really, it's it's more of the story about yeah. like how these this group of especially the UCLA team, how they've bonded. And there's like sort of like your your common freaks and geeks that would play Quidditch. Uh-huh. But then there's like, you know, the girl who was on the soccer team and she saw him doing it and thought it looked fun and she joined in. And so there's like a bunch of just like, you know, your standard college kids that are playing that have come to find out that their stereotypes were wrong. All these people are really cool. They've made best friends out of it. It's a really cool little piece. That's, that's Yeah, it's fun. That's, that is awesome. Yeah. So if you're if you're into Harry Potter, you'll love it. If you're not into Harry Potter and you think it's stupid – You'll still really like it, and I think you'll have a, a new respect for, for you know, a certain group of, of people and lovers of fantasy fiction. Which I'm not a big fan because I don't like robes. <laughs> that's like all robes. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of robes going yeah, on, but it's um, like only robes. But my daughter loves it, so you know, as, yeah. as a dad, you you take an interest in what your kids take an interest. So I, I so that was cool. My my only foothill on that is getting over the you have to hold on to the broom. Oh, dude, it's wicked. That's like it's crazy. That's crazy only it's the one-handed game it's it's you're playing with one hand can't you just play the other hands just, on the broom can't you just like have your hand at your side no and, and no one hand no the, you gotta know, like because the broom's what makes you fly man i know that man. so that's yeah, pretty that's, interesting we watched that um that's and then my son's obsessed with american ninja warrior mm. my five-year-old as well we watch it all the time yeah. on hulu he loves it yeah he thinks it's the coolest thing ever happened he always wants to do an obstacle course he's he's like him and his buddy next door are like training to get on American American Ninja Warrior. And what a good positive 
thing to go after. It is a know? cool like, show. Yeah, and the yeah. backstories are great. I mean, yeah. heartbreaking. You're, everyone's yeah. crying in the room. Here's yeah. this kid who takes care of his sister who's about to die, and he's doing it for her. And you're like, everyone's crying. And you're like, yeah. oh, I want him to win. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It, they they do it so well, and they yeah. and the other thing they do a good job of sort of the female empowerment side of it, you know. And I think it's cool, yeah. you know. My, yeah. You know, my daughter watching it, and you know, here's these, you know, these girls are just as good as the dudes that are making yeah. it to the top of the yeah. The, yeah. the warped wall. Yeah, that's like that's a, it's it's in those class of like of of you know rock climbing, mm-hmm. you know that 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 you know the gender barrier isn't that bad right you know it's not like you know it's 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 not a very measurable thing it's did you get to the top yes yeah sweet you know we're all just people yeah balance is yeah. pretty like pretty equalizing like either yeah. you have balance or you don't you know? yeah you know there there are some things in that show that that just the nature of the obstacles sometimes that you realize the person who's five four is not gonna win yeah they're not they're not gonna they're just the the length of their legs is not going to allow this right. to happen right and you're not going to get through that obstacle and it's like man mm, like that's that's yeah. the only time where you're like well that person really isn't going to make it but that you know they're also they also don't you know the the t-rex barrier recently was right. broken on that show too yeah so that's a pretty big thing i think for broadcast in general yeah that now t-rexes can can make compete. it happen, yeah. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it's been fun to watch, but um, but yeah. So, yeah. so what about work, man? So we talked to, about a couple different things, but you know, uh, we've been jamming on a project together. So. We have. It's I. It, this is so so you know, and I think I've probably told you this. This project is my when when all other projects have a bump or and are terrible. I go ah. At least I have the music job that I can look forward to. Well, and not only that, but this project, this client, this agency, everything that has to do with with the project that we've talked about on the show before, the University of Cincinnati project, um, is just been it's just gone so well. Every and yeah. from ideation all the way to post production, um, just everybody's communicated clearly. Expectations have been met. Yeah. Anything anyone has promised, they've delivered on. Um, from casting all the way through, and it's just been a joy to really share a vision together. And I feel like yeah. what's been great is everyone held the vision very close to their chest, yeah. and no one ever strayed away from the vision. And I think that's what's got us to this place, which is, is you yeah. know, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot. We've got we're through color correction now. We got approvals on all the color, um, and now we're in the you were it's in your hands. The final yeah. phase in your hands. So um, I'll set it up. You know, so Adam, when we kind of co-pitched this project together, and and we said, hey, you know, we're definitely doing original score. That's that's all there is to it. And so, um, I was actually this is the last day of tape filming, and Adam was was in the midst of sending me the demos. And I was on set, and I heard the demos, and there was one track that just I immediately was drawn to and fell in love with, and called Adam back and said, here's the track. And I basically I was said. Stop working on the other tracks. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to basically tell the client that they have no choice and this is what we're doing because it's, it's in my heart. And then um, I think you shared some of those yeah. sen- sentiments with me. Oh, I mean, obviously, yeah, the, the other tracks mine. were good too, but this one just was the right track. And so yeah. um, we pushed forth and and the client loved it. And so catch us up to speed. So like, yeah. describe this track a little bit. Maybe we could sample yeah. a little bit of it. I don't know. We might be able to toss some stuff in. It's so, not so right now. So it's in it's in still demo rough form. You know, mm-hmm. it's a temp track, and uh, and that that whole process in itself is is strategic right. and political. Um, yeah, there's demoitis is one thing that happens all the time, and it started to happen to me on this one. And I'm I'm glad I kind of iterated out of the first demo a little bit um, to to keep that from so so. And you guys have probably all had this happen where you edit something together to a track and you, you've heard it so many times, you start to fall in love with it, mm-hmm. even though it's not finished or it's not the, the final thing. And then once the final thing does happen, it doesn't deliver to the expectation of where you've been. Yeah. And, or, 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 it, or it's like over the top, far, you know, it, it pushes farther, but maybe too far. And the demo is the one that like everyone likes that gets pushed back to. That's, that's demoitis. Yeah, and and for me, it's it's always it's always a fear of like, all right, the demo if if demo's so far away, oh god, you, you, yeah, you're in trouble, right? Or, well, but you know, it's so. I think that's because it's you know it becomes like a familiar friend, right? right. It's like it's, yeah. you meet this lovable, you know, you know, you know, Aunt Judy that you didn't know you yeah. had, and she comes in and she has on the sweater and her hair, and then yeah. the next time you meet her, like she's got different color hair, she's yeah. not wearing the sweater, and you're like, wait a second. 
What yeah. happened to charming little Aunt Judy? Um, yeah. That's kind of a weird metaphor, but no, but you know. it's exactly it. You get you know you you get used to hearing it one way. Yeah. Um. And 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 honestly, it's 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 it, it's it's right, right? So yeah. I mean, if it's if if your message is consistent and persistent, and if it's good. That's going to be a good thing, yeah. you know. So, so you know it sticks, and and that's right. the one thing about this track. It's a simple melody that yeah. that that we know sticks and we know works, um, and and to and and we won't be getting away from that in the final. Sure. It's just going to be swapping it out with right. with real people. Right now, the rough's hilarious because yeah. so, it's it's all Adam. <laughs> so yeah, it is all your voice. So let's um, dissect it a little bit. Yeah. You know, me and you sat down. We we looked at the creative, which is. You know, communicating that the experience at the University of Cincinnati is all about experiential learning. It's yeah. not about being in the classroom. It's about being out in the world. Do more. And we've got a lot of, you know, um, visuals that that connect that and talk about that. Yeah. Um, so me and you sat down and, you know, I had some initial thoughts that I threw your way. You had some initial thoughts. There were some places where those thoughts overlapped. But r- the real key thing that we needed to come through in the music was we needed to celebrate what we call the you know the urban core because the University of Cincinnati is not in the country it's not on this yeah. secluded campus with green pastures it's in the city yeah. and you can be you know your blocks a block or two away from uh you know downtown in the core business district and you're also a couple blocks away from you know places that aren't as you know highly financially driven you know more more yeah. uh you know poverty stricken it's, it's a city it's a real city and and we wanted that to come through for, you know was one two we wanted to preserve the nature of what it what it means to go to a university you yeah. know sort of that traditional um and, and the, the and, and i think the biggest part of of the pitch was the jumping off point is mm-hmm. the, the threshold crossing you know it's what it what it means what that decision means right. to choose something exactly and choose your own your own path so so how did you approach it what was your you know for those listening you know this month we're talking about post production. Obviously, music, audio is a big part of it. Let's just kind of delve into your process. You were given a task. You had the creative. Yep. Where do you start? Do you just listen to a bunch of music? Do you? What, I mean, where do you even go? I mean, this music is so broad. You could have gone anywhere with it. And it's so subjective too. You know, it's, it depends on the listener, right? So I think early on when we started talking, we started. You know, the, the, in in my world, in in the work that we do for brands, it's balancing. The brand's character attributes um, versus the the target consumer's attributes and what their expectations are. So it's balancing what we're trying to tell them versus what they're accustomed to hearing. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking between, say, asking someone from a university level to to first off listen to me, I'm current and I'm relevant, and and what and what we've got, you know, and 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 in in a way, so you 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 treat it with the contemporary side to say this is who we are, but then you're not just talking to a high school senior here. You're talking to either if they're writing their own check is one thing. So if they're business minded, if they're going to be staring down the barrel of student loans, they need to know that they're going to be able to pay those off. If their parents are involved, foot in the bill, they need to know that this institution is for real and that mm-hmm. they'll, they're going to be getting a return on their investment. Not a return on their investment, but at least the the confidence in knowing that that education is going to be right. locked up. So. Knowing that who yeah. we're talking to, it's a tough divide, right? Because right. you're talking to because what's popular might be some bubblegum pop that isn't very trustworthy, right? So right right away, I went to you know in in our conversations we were talking, and you know there's lots of metrics and 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 non creative things that I'll turn to at times where I feel like I might be out of touch. So I'll turn to some metrics and say, all right, so what's tracking now? What's trending? What are the alt charts in college mm-hmm. radio? What's college radio looking like? You know, and 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 not even college, but like you know, what are, what are we looking at in alts and you know on the alt charts? I do some other geeky things too. I I look at where this ad might be running in other cities, and there's some metrics I can look at there and say, hey, who's who's getting the plays down here? Who's who's at the bottom of the chart and right. rising? What's happening down here on these lo- on these lower levels? But then the the biggest piece of it is honestly knowing. You know that it's all going to ascend to a certain level at some point in time, right. and it's all going to have to exist at, you know, at this big contemporary level. So, you know, shortly after, and I, I did, I looked at a few of the markets that they said that they were that they would be, right. It was be like in DC, and, Atlanta, yeah. and and Spotify has some cool reports you yeah. can look at too. That's kind of fun. Um, they don't have as much detail as some other ones, but. So I started looking at all that, and and you started to see the trend, and and it started to like reinforce my gut. 
You know, it's starting right. to reinforce my like. In, we're going to talk to high school skin, seniors. I'm like, twenty one pilots. Right. You right. know, and, you know, they they totally got that nailed right now. Um, we didn't end there. Actually, right. we ended far from there. Um, yeah. But, but by the right way, away, it's totally. We we just joined a community pool and it was funny. I was swimming. We were swimming the other day and there was all of these like middle schooler and high schoolers and they're all just like. If you could turn back time <laughs> to the good old, and they're like, <laughs> you guys don't even know what stressed out is yet. Uh, oh, I, I can't say that. It's, 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 it's so anyway, it's funny, yeah. but there, you know, they are those guys are hitting a stride that for yeah. some reason a lot of youth are saying, yeah, that's it. Man, great. That's our yeah. message. So anyway, yeah. so you had so, you know a couple references that you were you were liking yeah. to. You probably ruled out a bunch of things early. Like you yeah. probably were like, this is probably not going to be a heavy metal track. Yeah, no, and and, and honestly, with the way we were talking, um, there's there's a really there was a really tough position on this one because you know in 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 what I would what I would rather do not rather not that this is bad but a, a lot of times aiming for disruption for your client. A lot of times aiming to to cut through noise is not going to be on equity. It's not going to be something that mm-hmm. that is of their brand. And and that's a problem because people are going to think, you know, what what the the spot you created, maybe it's effective, but it's not going to do anything good for them. This was different because this is them saying this is who we are as a brand and let's be a little disruptive. So it was really cool from top down that yeah. everyone said this is the way we want to go about this. So a big audit happened, and we did. A, I mean, you did a big mm-hmm. audit on 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 who else was in a space. I did an audit on you know on 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 how to communicate it, that from an emotional level, and we ended in a in a space that was much farther away from anything I expected on this. Yeah. But it ties the track. The track ends up bridging a divide, in a very traditional sense, with with a collegiate feel. Um, through the use of certain marching band textures. All right, so you got beats, very got very rhythmic, very very rhythmic, um, very rhythmic, and soon to get. You know, I I haven't even talked to you about this. I had a wonderful conversation today about uh, with our drum line that's going to be coming in, and I which am, let's a side note yeah. on that. So the cool thing about the music Adam's producing for this project is it's going to feature the drum line from the university and a choir. choir. Yeah. So everything about it's very authentic, really cool. So we've got a drumline, beats, and then also a choir. Yeah. What but else? Think, what are the I, other I, elements? In a perfect world, it's going to stop there. But I think there might be a couple things off to use to bring in to bring it back, um, because I think I'm going to be able to utilize the choir for things you won't realize the choir is. Right. You know, I think I'll be able to, to do some some modulation, some really fun stuff that'll keep it. As how do I utilize this? I, I can't say minimal amount of voicings, right? Because I'll have all sorts of wonderful drums getting trucked in. Yeah, into this. So place. you think you can do this whole track with a choir and drums? I think so. I think so. Wow. There might, there might be there might be a couple wow. tricks because there's there's one thing there's one sound in it that I've used this whole time that that you thought was a tuba. Yeah, I thought it was a tuba, but it was like a dubstep. It's straight up, thing. yeah, it's like, like this wobble synth. That that does a wonderful thing at one point that that I that I would love to get out of that synth world and figure out a way to do it organically and keep it. And I love working within rules. I like making myself rules. Hmm. I love making myself style rules. I and like guidelines. I like that. You know, it's I like, like that. Maybe I, I could. Maybe it was like it was. It was like this wow wow thing that <laughs> happened in the beat and everything and. Yeah. So, but 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 where it where it came from? So to bridge that divide, like really, we're going to use a choir and a drum line to come up with something. And and what's what's great is is the idea uh, when you when you look down at the barrel of a project, right? If you look yeah. at something that you're going after, and I I'm usually extremely I'm I'm extremely positive about most projects that come in. I usually have an idea, or at least if 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 I have to embrace the ambiguity of something, I'm willing and ready to accept that sure. and be fluid. This one was one that, that, that slowly bubbled to where it was and, and it got to a point where, yeah, we know we know how to voice this and and, and it all when whenever I write it doesn't happen sitting at a piano. It doesn't happen um, it doesn't happen as I'm like sitting behind the console. What happens is, you know, when you're walking down the street or you're just doing yeah, something yeah, and that you... melody line pops and you go, Ah, I gotta explore that. Like that needs to make sense, and this one, this one happened when you know. So you've done all the discovery, you've got the brief, you have an understanding where it goes. Now all you have to do is like bring it to life somehow, and that's a. And I think with a lot of writers, that's a, a, the moment of anxiety could pop in. You're like, 
but what is it? And then if you let the anxiety blow up too much, then you have like writer's block and you're like, I'm useless. I'm never going to make this happen. Um, so just keep calm and realize it'll happen. And I was putting my son to sleep one night and I read him a book and I'm rocking him to sleep. And the melody happened in mm-hmm. my head and I panicked because I realized that I'm going to be sitting there rocking him for the next half hour. And there's no way I'm going to get, be able to like put it on my phone without waking him up or without disrupting this bedtime routine. So I had to hum it to him as we rocked in a chair <laughs> for half an hour. I hummed it and I sorted out the melody as I'm, I'm putting him asleep. Sure. And finally, he's asleep and I could still humming it to him. And I said, like, the whole piece is written. <laughs> yeah, I, like hum it and I, I put him in his crib, slowly step out of the room. And I literally dashed downstairs to where my, it was just where my phone was, just so I could hum it on something I could record real quick. And uh, yeah, my wife looked at me like I had three heads. She's like, what are you? I'm like, I had an idea. I think I got it. I got the melody now. That's awesome. She's like, for for what? <laughs> oh, there's a job. There's a job that we're working on. That's great, man. So I think now, if it's anything less than just drums and choir, it's I'm going to be let down. It's you know the if the, the wobble might be <laughs> gauntlet there. thrown. I know. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's always the the greatest conversation that that this happened earlier today when I'm talking to the. Uh, the director of what was the director is a director of percussion for the university who's going to be coming in and kind of spearheading nice. um, that side of it. So he's got my piece that I wrote, and and I'm not you know the, the reason you hire the reason I hire out an awful lot is because I can I can get close and I can say here's what I want to do and I'm not going to go after right. big you know massive arrangement ideas in a demo. You just get the idea out there and then if it's up to me to to, to bring it to life when it's time to record it for real, then bring it to life then. But when you bring somebody in then they've got ideas too yeah so you it's want like you want their magic yeah so his magic is 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 coming to life this week when he's like this is great would you want to hear and then insert all these extra things that he's like i could hear this here and i'm like whoa let's sort through these hang on a sec and he's he's kind of taking uh you know my starting point and he's he's gonna and I'm, i told him to push it too far and we'll just rein it back when we get here, and and we'll find what's right. And I told him, you know, a couple spots that that here's what I would do here, and he's like, oh, here's what's happening, that's relevant in the marching band world right now. And I'm like, this is great. I I I I, huh, I cool. Yeah. So so he's gonna take his influences, and and in, inevitably, you know, we're all gonna have to push and pull a little bit to make sure that it's appropriate. Um, but it, I, I feel like he got it right away, which was good. And it's, it's yeah. always nice to have other man to, to, to work by yourself. I can't, you know, I, yeah. I, I can, but it, I will inevitably take my piece and put it in front of somebody else and say, at least give me feedback before anyone hears it. Well, and I you think know? that's, you know, especially when you get into post, whether it's music or film, you know, you relying on. Just like on during production, when you're on set, there's a specialist for everything, right? Yeah. You got guys that are just camera pulling focus, just lights, you know, et cetera. And that and that same should be true for for post. I mean, I think you know if you try to wear too many hats, you just don't get where you need to go. So you know, on the post yeah. side of things, we worked with Brandon Kramer on on color. Um, there's you know certain limits, certain things I can do, you know, using the color suite in Premiere and. I could have, you know, probably made it look better than the log footage, but you know, when you have the resources and the in the projects right, you know, you bring in experts. Yeah. And so, you know, sitting and letting those people do their jobs and so this was the first project I did with Brandon and, and he we were he was like we were kind of talking like, you know, how do you like to work? And I said I said, Well the way I like to work is I like to let people do what they're great at and yeah. then, you know, when you get to something that's show worthy then I, I'll give you my opinion, like, yeah. yes, no, yeah. this, that. Like, I'm good at that, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to be over your shoulder telling you, no, 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 slow down. Oh, over there, yeah. over there, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And I think yeah. you do a good job of that. You're always yeah. um, willing to bring people in and, and kind of mess with things. So yeah. so is that – how long – when's this when's this thing going down? When When's the tracking going down? After vacation. All right. <laughs> yeah, so tracking – so I've got two days – um, it's and it's a it's a very busy week, so I'll have two days of tracking for this, um, and then we'll have sound design and uh, and mix for all the spots um, happening after that. So, what is it? What do we have? A sixty and a thirty. Yep. That'll that'll be happening, and typically the thirty is 
pretty close to a lift from the 60. Not, I mean, I, they're, I, they're different here. I, 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 I share like 15 seconds, I think, on the back of this. The but the everything else is is pretty unique. So yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm really happy about that. Um, and I, yeah, God, the the track is great. I I love it. I'm not humble about this one. Yeah, it's it good. It's an it's awesome fun. track. Yeah. and and I will be. I'll be I'll be talking about it for a year. Yeah, it's been so. it's been good. And a lot of and we've had a great response. So um, I, I think that's you know if you're listening, the things that the takeaway you know if you if you dug anything out of our conversation is. You know, this idea that um, things don't just happen overnight. Sometimes they kind of build. And I think I liked what what Adam said about just because you don't have it now doesn't mean it's not working in your brain. Yeah. It's, you know, just because you don't have the solution today doesn't mean that you don't have the solution. It just hasn't come out yet. You or, know? or maybe you don't have enough input. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't have enough to go off of to, to understand what it is. So, I mean, the, the, the amount of, I mean, this is, these are... This is two commercials. You know, it's two, it's a sixty and a thirty, all right. based on the same brief. But the amount of thought and the amount of planning that I mean, th- that's gone into this to make sure that everything's on point is it, it's appropriate. But I don't think right. a lot of people realize how how appropriate that is. Sure. And how you know you'll watch a finished spot and you'll say. That's a real. That's a real commercial. That that was cool. Or I mean, hopefully, it gave you goosebumps. Hopefully, yeah, it yeah. evoked what we're going after of this uh, of this empowerment. And you know, I can do something with myself, and that's a place I should do it at. But to get to that, to get to that amount of understanding, yeah, it took a whole heck of a lot of a pr- probing for us to feel confident that we're doing this the right way. You, speaking of uh, pieces that give you goosebumps, I, have you seen this piece that's running around with? Um, Microsoft did um, called um, Make What's Next. They did this great, great piece, hmm. and oh. it's it's basically all these girls. Um, you've seen this done before with Dove or whatever, but they're these young girls who um, who are tasked with uh, they're being asked, you know, can you name a female inventor? And yeah. they don't. They all name Albert Einstein and you know Tesla and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And um, basically, they're making the point that hey. How come we don't highlight any of the female inventors? Yeah, yeah and, I, have, I have seen that. And here's yeah. these, you know, young girls who are impressionable, and and the world's, you know, run by men or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it takes this harsh shift musically. It just blows up, and and it shows a list of all these female inventors and yeah. all these really cool things they invented. And then it like goes back to the girls, and it just is a really powerful piece. And anyway, it's it's great. But the music is what makes it even, yeah, like. Over the top, like Tell, yeah. the content is great, the story is great, but when the music comes together, it really just becomes this emotional thing that you know you're just like, man, this is a great piece of content. That it's you know it's not like it, it's not shot, you know, unbelievably. I mean, it's shot well, but it's not like yeah, some big budget thing. It's like more documentary style. But um, you check it out. It's uh, make what's next. Look for uh, Microsoft make what's next. Um ad campaign and check it out it's a great little sort of doc style branded content piece that is great but that music track you i think you'll like it tells you it tells you where i mean that's like our job isn't to like let's reinforce what yeah you reinforce kind of where you want the story to go but more more often than not you're just telling somebody what to feel yeah you know if you do it well if the story aligns with where you're at then you can get your goosebumps yeah. you can get your you know you can get your tears um you know if the story flies organically right. with the music telling someone to get there. I mean, yeah. if I'm telling you to be scared right now, nothing's scary. It's just going to come off like the naked gun or something right. where everything's kind of juxtaposed. Yeah. So, yeah, when it organically top to tail, this this whole project has been top to bottom, everyone organically aligned, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't mean everybody was yes, man. I mean, we, we had no points yeah. of contention, disagreements, but it all kind of. But, but even honestly, when it came to the pitch, when mm-hmm. it came to no, nobody was nobody was stepping up to say we're something we're not. It was just a very honest. It, it, it was one of those things that everyone got up and I said it, when when we talked about it early on was yeah. if they don't pick us, I'm fine with it because they they we we showed them exactly who we are. Right. And if they do pick us, that's great because they're getting exactly who we are. Yeah. And and it was one of those things where I it, the those moments where you can just kind of sigh and go, this is good. 
Yeah. This is good one way or the other. If we don't get the job, yep. I'll be disappointed. But it wasn't for us at that point because it was so yeah. well communicated. And I think, too, that, you know, the thing that's interesting that I'm seeing in post at this point now is, you know, when you, when all that stuff is done right on the front end. Oh, yeah. Everything goes well on the back end. No, then you where's know? the wood? Because we have a tracking session. There we go. <laughs> we'll knock there. But yeah, you're right because it, well, yeah. it's the whole the expectations have been set appropriately. Mm-hmm. Everyone everyone has been doing this long enough that they understand when they should raise a flag. Yeah. And go. Oh wait, this is kind of weird, guys. Let's let's solve this real mm-hmm. quick. And and everyone kind of understands it, that in their own world, and so they they have the experience to get through it responsibly. Um, and then it, and then to to deliver on that promise, it's a, you know it's like it's, yeah. it's my moment now to step well, up I was and bring it today. So excited yesterday when I saw the big email come in from Whipster with the big green approved button, and uh, it was that that's the email you get when we use Whipster, um, and when you when they approve a, a project, um, they you get the big approval button and. So your picture locked. Yeah, it got emailed in, and we are picture color locked the whole deal. And I was so pumped to see that, you know, and it made me think of the the Whipster kids over there. So, you know, as you guys know, this month is being brought to you by Whipster. Then they have um, great tools for collaboration. So all through the post, we've been, you know, using Whipster with the clients to, you know, be able to show some changes and versioning and those sorts of things. And it's been great. And um, so thanks, guys, for for supporting the show, as always. And uh, just as a side note, while we're here, if you have not entered yet, um, this month's FDB giveaway is with Whipster, and they're going to give away a team account. Nice. So it's like worth five hundred dollars. It's awesome. Am I eligible for? Well, no, you're not eligible. You're, it's insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so all you have to do is uh, connect on Twitter. Shout out to at Whipsters W I P S T E R S uh, at FDB Podcast. Use the hashtag FDB Giveaway. And say something, you know, uh, exciting or nice or mean or whatever you want to do. But if you do those three things, mention the two of us and the hashtag, you'll be entered to win the monthly drawing. So pretty exciting stuff. Really cool stuff happening with this project, other projects we got going on. But I want to talk to you about something that no one knows about. Super novel thing that's happening here at Sound Image Studio. We can't specifically talk about it, but... Did you guys get a confirmation? Because I, I was told you had a confirmation that a film, a major Hollywood film or a Hollywood film, uh, is coming to town, and they were scouting mm-hmm. the control room yep. and potentially want to use it, which would, <laughs> which would mean that you would have to reassemble your original console. Is this? T- tell me about this story. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's not. I mean, yes. Um, we. I don't think what I'm allowed to say here. Um, Yes, there will be a film, right? Filming in here, and they, they honestly some sort have, of music-related thing. Yeah, we've got a strong film commission in Cincinnati. Ohio has very strong film tax credits, and they're about to get stronger. Sure, to to pretty much rival Georgia. Yep, and people so, want to film here. People want to film here. We look like '50s New York. Yeah. we've got some diversity. There's some well, and, real, and that, Kristen, you know, we had Kristen on yeah. the show, you know. So, but of, specifically talking about you guys, you guys, yeah. you guys have a, you got a cool studio vibe. Describe Studio A. Describe Sound Images. It's been yeah. here for a while. It's got a cool history. Yeah, I mean, so why yeah. would somebody want Studio A? Studio A. Oh God, I don't even know the square foot in the place, but <laughs> but it's it's a bigger room. Right, and and it's a controlled room. It is a big studio space. You know that it's, it's, it's not yeah. many people have things like this. So it's built right, no parallel walls. Well, not only that, but it's it's like the iconic studio that you think of in your head when you think of recording studio. Yeah, yeah. it's like iconic. Yeah. You know, so it was built. So it was built in '86, and uh, and the walls have changed color since then. I think we've changed out the fabric on the soft walls, but. It looks it, it it's straight up you could you could strip the the new monitors off the stands and you could strip that stuff out and be right back to 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 eighty five yeah exactly to and and we still have we still have like glossies laying around I have slides in my office of the original you know the original like professional photography yeah. of Studio A. And uh, there's been things I changed. There was the producer's desk behind yeah. the console used to be this like pink. So it was like this pop pink desk, <laughs> and I walked in. Day one, you walk into a job anyway, and you're just excited to be there. And like a few months later, I walked in. I'm like, 
there's a pink desk in here. Like, what is <laughs> up with it? So over time, eventually got to the point where I matched the color of that to the console. But it's an <laughs> MCI, so it's like I got this like gunmetal brown. Yeah. So it's, it's a cool thing now. But yeah, so there's a film. And so the film commission is, is literally just it's four stories above us. And uh, and we're, you know, on their list of vendors anyway. So we do a lot of the ADR when the actors are in town. We'll do that work for the films that were filmed here. But but the the needing to film in our space has happened a few times. Sure. But a lot of times they're looking for a very specific console or they're looking for a very, you know, their specific needs. Miles ahead, we did a ton of work for Don Cheadle's film um, for, well, on the ADR side. And... As well as we we were we operated as a space that all the bands could come and work on their production for for the film because they actually performed in the film so yeah. they would actually get together and have to learn the pieces and you because you're putting together jazz combos of guys <laughs> who have, may may or, may or may not have played together but like sure. uh, again a testament to Cincinnati's music scene or jazz scene even to say we could assemble eight amazing jazz combos <laughs> who like fit the period of your film to play with yeah. Miles Davis. Awesome. So they came in and that was a wonderful day, right? To just have jazz yeah. combo after jazz combo come in and work with the music director to oh, put together pieces. It was awesome. But not often do they come in and say, we want to like use this space. So what I've done in Studio A is there was a Sony MCI console when I got here and it wasn't the cleanest sounding board and that's an issue. Um, especially when you do some squeaky clean broadcast stuff. So I removed channels 9 through 36 <laughs> and and put in their place a controller for Pro Tools. And, yeah. But I still have channels 1 through 8 in there that still function. And so I made like my Franken console because that's you know that's what we could do with where we were at the time. But what that also means is when someone comes in and needs a film there, you need to take everything apart, put <laughs> everything back together, and you're down for yeah. that amount of time. So any time, so I know studio, it's, it's, uh, it's black. I won't be able to touch, do, and, and you want to talk about like anxiety yeah. of not being able to go in and do an update and like in your A room, that is anxiety to know that, <laughs> to know that someone else is in there, you're locked out and that anything you do is going to be in your B room. It'll work. It'll work just fine. But man, my happy place is one place <laughs> and, and to yeah. know my happy place is not going to be there. Um, I'm just hoping that, that when they do come in and film, they don't look at me and go, the back of your head looks really good. You should play the engineer's <laughs> role. Um, but, yeah, they'll be here, I, I, I think. I think contracts got signed. If not, you know, these, these things are fluid. Sure, it's, they, it's a film. Things, yeah. things show up. Things go away. Well, that's that's kind of cool. That's yeah, kind of fun. Delayed by a year yeah, or whatever. Sure. But yeah, so we'll see. Um, you know, timeline now, I think it got pushed a little bit. But, but, um, but yeah, we'll We'll see. It's an interesting revenue source for you. I, believe me. <laughs> if I could tell the story of places, of a, of jobs and or uh, the two truths and a lie. With, yeah. Or, or is it two lies and truth, two truths and a lie? Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I, I could... I could be mind-numbing playing that game, depending on... <laughs> uh, with, uh, with the stories that have come. It's just through this place and its history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it should be cool. Um, I mean, that, that being said, they, they come in, so... Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Well, that's fun. There's a lot of really cool things happening. Um, we are uh, we're really excited about. Um, we have we have booked um, and confirmed show partners throughout throughout the rest of the year. Whoa! So every single month there'll be a new show partner throughout the end of 2016. Every single one of them are giving away the equivalent of these great giveaways that have been, you know, ranging from 350 to $600 giveaways. That's awesome. Uh, so everything from the team account from Webster and then coming in the future, we got some really cool, uh, some camera accessory gear, some packs, some cases, um, stuff that filmmakers really, I think would, would enjoy and need for yeah. their kit. So oh, that's man. really cool that we're able to do that. And, um, and we've got some good bourbon partners, that are uh, that are in the hopper and some more that we're waiting to hear back from. So a lot of really cool things happening on the show. Obviously, it sounds like a lot of cool things happening here around uh, sound images. Trouble keeping um, up. And uh, one of the things we'll talk about with people is um, 
we just had a discussion earlier, me, you, and Bart. We um, so me and Alex basically made the decision, and you know, after talking to some people on the Slack group. So by the way, get in on the Slack group. There's over 36 people in there now, and everybody's having great conversation. Today we had one of our first Slack meetups. Uh, it was at two o'clock today, and just some great film talk going on. So go to the website at ftvpodcast.com. Uh, look for the links for Slack. Find out how to sign up. Uh, It'll email us, and we will add you to it if you indeed are a filmmaker. If you are not a filmmaker, and we can we can sniff that out pretty easily, we're probably just not going to add you. So um, this is a vetted community, and it's but it's a great one. But uh, the feedback was everybody said, you know what, hey, um, you know, chances are they listened to the podcast on the way to and from set anyway. They weren't too disappointed without the video. But then I got to thinking, if we didn't have to edit it, if we didn't have to compress the video, if we didn't have to do any of that. Maybe we could do something like that. And so now we are considering, uh, which could be really fun, live streaming the tapings of the podcast. So we always uh, put the show out on Fridays, but sometimes we record on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday. Usually it's one of those three days. Typically it's between 3.30 or a 4.30 uh, taping. And we thought, well, hey, we've got this Slack community of people who can get on real time and have conversations if we stream it with live stream or anything like that, then we could stream the show and people could watch the show in real time while also interacting with us while we're taping it through the Slack group. And we thought, how cool would that be to really create some sort of uh, interactivity interesting interactivity? Yeah. And it would sort of you know give it a place for those who are really involved. If you're involved enough to get on the Slack group, you are a real listener. You're really not that. If you're not in the Slack group, you're not a real listener. But that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> Sorry, that's not what I meant. What I meant was if you're that involved, then you're probably that interested to yeah. to join in when we tape the show versus yeah. just listening, you know, sort of casually. Yeah. So we're gonna look into it, but I think it might happen. We found a little uh, live stream is pre-ordering now for this little. Uh, this little doodad that we're going to look into. So we might be uh, reaching out to you guys over at live stream. At the same time, if anybody knows of yeah. good solutions Absolutely. that you guys have used, reach out. Uh, Hit I us think, up. Yeah. Yep. Join the Slack group and uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. But the Very goal good. here is, uh, again, we just think there's some cool things happening around these conversations in Slack, on Twitter, um, Instagram, um, and just it's a it's neat to see this thing evolve from where it started a, a year ago. It'd be nice to have to react to what people have to say live yeah. and, and yeah. be on our toes a little bit. And, and, and you know, actually see how the bourbon affects our <laughs> ability to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, a lot of fun stuff happening. It's been uh, it's been a great month with Whipster. If yeah. you have not checked them out, go to Whipster.io uh, or Whipster.com. Check out their solutions for video review. They're all about removing the tension away from that process and really making it easy for people. Um, just great friends of the show. We love those guys and girls down in New Zealand, um, always making cool stuff and we appreciate you guys so much. So check them out. Uh, as always, check out our friends, Adam, Bart, and, uh, the rest of the crew here at sound images studios. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff. Always check in on that. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week and hopefully have some more stories for you and we'll hear what Alex has been up to. Yeah. He's, uh, guy's been buried. He's been shooting holiday videos. Yeah. So interesting stuff. So anyway, yeah. uh, it's been great. Yeah. Good, good to catch up, bud. Yeah. That was good. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.